A large room at Haddon Orbital. On the walls are two pictures. One is of a Thargoid machine, and the other appears to be an artist impression of, uh, well, something else. The pictures are surrounded by coloured self-adhesive pieces of paper. Lines made from red string crisscross the display, connecting seemingly random sections. Above them, a sign printed on recycled paper that is an incredibly disgusting shade of green, and with a text written in Comic Sans, which says, Honk the Thargoids, Hutton breaks tech. Those small pieces of paper, which start near the pictures, but also wander across one of the walls in a descending arc, have almost ineligible notes written upon them, such as, Steal it from under their nose. A three-fingered salute is too good for them. And why didn't it work? In the centre of the room, we see what appears to be a steampunk mechanical construction. It seems to be influenced not by H.R. Geiger, but by W. Heath Robinson. Strange lights glow and fade for no discernible reason. One panel looks like it's La Formicarium. Ants scuttle around, carrying tiny lumps of cheese. A tiny squeak is heard from part of the machine. When we open the panel, we see a small wheel rotating, propelled by a hamster that has a collar bearing the words, If found, please return to Flossie. The machine operator is a bearded hipster, and Hutton staff sh shuffle around, and at least they have the decency to look embarrassed about this. In order to distract us from the scene, a voice says, Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers everywhere, and welcome one and all to this week's Hutton Orbital News. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and joining me in the studio tonight, we've got a Harry Balsack. Good evening, Rudolf. We're also joined by our special correspondents, Norma Snockers. Ready and waiting. And Lou Snockers. Launch clearance granted. And, of course, Amelia. Standing by. The decks are cleared, and we're ready for action. Here goes... Rage Against the Machine, Hutton saves the galaxy once again. Palin Plagued by Pesky Pirates. Prognosticating Limp preemptively pursues Pirate. Admiral, there be Type 6s here. All the latest from Hackswing. Lou's here to remind us that our systems sometimes need a little care. And Norma's always ready to tell us where to stick our initiative. First tonight, in a startling revelation, Thargoids have once again retreated from attacking anything at all. Nothing burned, 
Nothing got covered in green goo. No one is running around like they've just flown through a caustic cloud and are shouting, Get it off me! this week. Whilst Galnet has broken the story that it's due to the unceasing efforts of pilots around Palin's new base and the latest expansion into previously unoccupied territory, Hutton's roving reporters have uncovered an entirely different set of facts that prove that once again the Hutton truckers have saved the galaxy. Last night, an intrepid and fearsome force of Hutton truckers made their way to the Delphi system to perform their own and rather thorough probing of a Thargoid. Yes, 15 truckers headed up by the deadly Commander Flossie, aided and abetted by Amelia Hawke, descended on the system, stole probes from under Tharg's nose, he was quite angry about that, wired them up with a link and a sensor and proceeded to the Thargoid machine planet side to do their bit for humanity. The team promptly broke the Thargoid machine. It didn't glow, or pulse, or light up like a giant galactic star map. It didn't moan or wheeze, spark or activate. Whatever buttons Hutton pushed, it did a proper number on the machine, rendering it utterly inoperable. After a couple of hours of rewiring, a little work with an SRV-mounted soldering iron and some gaffer tape, the team managed to get it to cough into life, at which point one of the projectors decided to broadcast the swirly stuff halfway through a wall before dying again. Hutton's boffins, backed by various gin-swelling representatives from Canon Interstellar, have noted that this is the second time that Hutton have gone to town on the Thargoids, and the second time that the very next Thargoid Thursday, they're nowhere to be seen. A coincidence? We think not. We're chalking this one up as a Hutton win. Atrus 5060, our steady and stalwart conduit to the Eagle Eye Network, had the following to say before taking a leave of absence for an extended break. Good evening, truckers. The boffins and I are utterly confused at the lack of Thargoid activity, evidently explained by the truckers. Through no intelligent action of their own, saving humanity without a single shot being fired. For the mug! His notes may not have been entirely complete, as we have it on good authority that Commander Flossie, rated harmless by the F Pilots' Federation, engaged one particularly naughty scavenger in one-on-one -on -one combat and splattered its remains all over the inside of the Thargoid machine. We have applied to the Pilots' Federation Examination Board to reclassify Flossie as the Full Van Damme, an honorary title bestowed even on the most frightening of single combat specialists. Take that, Tharg! Professor Palin, having taken a residence in a new system, well away from any eight-sided menace, and promptly having attracted them like fries around bio-waste, has been struck down with a new challenge. The code... Do what you want, because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Old adversaries of Hood and Orbital, peg-legged, twin-eye, patch-wearing, skull and crossbones, underpants-wearing, dastardly do-wrongs, have started a protection racket in the very system he's occupying. Threatening to blockade the new planetary base, and extort void opals from anyone entering their system. The PSA, or Public Service Announcement, explaining that the system was under their control was quickly edited to be identified as an SSA, or self-serving announcement. 
Moderators of Galactic Message Boards justified this classification by reminding everyone that they'd forgotten who the code... Do what you want, because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. ...were up until this point, and with the defection of their most famous members to other groups, including Hutton and Haxman squadrons, no one could remember who was in charge. We wish them the best of luck with their blockade, and would remind them that the last time they tried this, we nicked their wooden leg and left them, for want of a better phrase, hopping mad. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. You're hard-fitted indeed. Being a pirate is a wretched Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Limpets seem set to receive upgrades to their onboard software soon, following live tests in a res near Hutton Space. A prototype drone with the new anti-stupidity software, or AS, for collector limpets was observed to target and follow a perfectly healthy looking pirate ship, seemingly anticipating its destruction. Said drone pursued the pirate around the vest site until his ship was destroyed and then set about sifting through all the bits for useful salvage. When I interviewed dastardly pirate Raggy Bagwash of the Purple Buccaneer clan aboard the Pillar of Fortitude later that day, he said, It's despicable. I was minding my own business in that red site, and out of nowhere comes this mad limpet. I couldn't shake it. The mothership followed with lasers blasting, and next thing I know is I'm in my escape capsule here. That drone took everything. I'm told the parts of my cyber leg are now serving banana milkshakes in McDargoids somewhere now. Since I paid my bounty off, I can't afford a new one either. All I get was this here peg leg. I'm a living, limping cliché, and it ain't fair. I asked him if he could expect help from the rest of the pirate clan. Where are your buccaneers? I asked. Under my bucking hat, and I ain't selling them, he shouted and stormed off. Tests of ASS are ongoing, but early results look promising. There have been reports of sightings this week from SCORD AA-AH-294 of the Great Type 6 migration. Those who have seen the migration as it passes majestically through system after system at a languorous pace are still no wiser as to why this herd, or more correctly, pile, as that is the collective noun, as in pile of bricks, pile of type sixes is making its lonely way across the vast tracts of interstellar space, foregoing all contact save for its own kind. Their plaintive cries echo across the sub-ether wave band, audible only to operators of highly sophisticated equipment, to people seated around a table in the dark holding hands who often mistake the dirge for a voice from the dead, and to Alvin. One Type 6, named Chitter Brick, falls behind. We can see that its input vents are clogged with discarded plastic from ships who have jettisoned their cargo of insulating membranes and food containers. We see the other ships in the pile waggle their stubby little wings in salute for their comrade as they continue at an unaltered pace. Chitar drifts towards a nearby planet. 
thrusters inoperable because of the space pollution, and we watch as it gathers speed. Faster, faster as it approaches the surface, until it finally explodes in a ball of flame. And as if ejecting a seed, an escape capsule is flung from the wreckage and disappears from view. The monumental cloud of Type 6s continues unaffected. It is perhaps that they cannot afford to be distracted from their goal. Where they are going, no one knows. No one has ever known. The reason that they are making this epic journey, we may not know in our lifetime. Maybe they are following an ancient route, followed now only because of some deep-seated instinct. Is it about sex? Yes, probably. That is the driving force for most things in the galaxy. We suspect that these Type 6s are heading to a galactic spawning ground where new ships will be created. Very little is known about the breeding habits of the Type 6. Indeed, it is very difficult to tell the sex of these ships. Uh, without wishing to be indelicate, if you examine the uh, undercarriage, uh, they appear to be the same. We do know that they do not interbreed. A keelback, who presumably self-identified as a Type 6, attempted to mate with a pure breed and was rebuffed. Not surprisingly, since keelbacks get very little love. We wish the Type 6 migration good luck from all of us here at Hutton Orbital and trust that sufficient will make it to their endpoint to make the journey worthwhile. Fade to black. Incoming message from Haxcom. Looks like we have another week off, Haxwing. We kicked Tharg and the Mandibles so hard they decided not to attack any systems this week. If you are looking for some bug-stomping opportunities, there are still non-humid signal sources in the Pleiades and Witch Head sectors where you can hunt for goids. If you want a week off from combat but still want to help the war effort, Operation Ida is currently hauling repair supplies to Titan's daughter and Tegeta. If you're feeling really ambitious, the Witch Head Sector stations are in need of repair supplies following last week's attack. The Gnosis is in the area to help support you if you are working there. Otherwise, it's a good week to rest up, clean your guns, and refill your materials because you know Tharg isn't giving up yet. Keep your eyes on the signal sources and be ready to defend the mug. And AXCOM transmission. Defend the mug. A special request from our very own Drew Peacock this week. He asks, and I quote, Will you all keep the <coughs> out of my system? I'm rather glad to report that he's suffering with mods at the moment, so that's quite fortunate. As some of you may know, it's not that simple, but we'll get to that after the news. We're down to four systems over 60%, which is a great improvement, so please keep working against us in those systems. And remember, 60% is a maximum, not a target. Ideally, we're aiming for 50%, but anywhere between 40 and 60 is pretty comfortable. No factions are breathing down our necks, and we have a healthy gap in distance, so hopefully you'll all be free to knock down those high percentages and join in our little game which we'll be telling you about shortly. Over in Colonia, it looks like King Hanky is understandably still quite upset over his recent bereavement. His report is full of tears, 
or work to be done in tier, or missions and passengers to be taken in tier, any bounties to be handed in at tier, even expiration data to be dropped at tier, after checking with Hanky first, of course. If we can ask all commanders who do work in tier to tip a mug to King Hanky's Lost Snakes, that would be appreciated. Over to Norma. Recent reports from the Witch Head Nebula indicate that the Thargoid forces in the region have been defeated. Along with the Galactic Community's assistance, the superpowers have successfully pushed back the Thargoid threat from the Witch Head Nebula, resulting in the region being declared as an official human colony. And that was the news. They were the headlines, and this is still Hutton. On with our first tune. Now, this one's from our own community. It's John Vanella, he of the Gluttony Fang tune from a year or so ago, and his new band, You Over Me, with We're Not Changing. It was quiet out there in space. Too quiet. Hadn't had a client in three weeks. Spent my evenings tuning into the wireless, hunting for a signal that needed my help. Canon Interstellar Research Group is what it said on my door. Sounds grand, but most of my time was spent eating biscuits. Digestive biscuits. Until one evening. Dr. Arkanov, they're reading your mind. Oh, not with my new hat. The signal, it becomes clear. What does it mean, Doctor? Mein Gott! The aliens! The signal! They say... Doctor Arcanon? Doctor! No! This was it. Payday. Too big for me. I turned to Galnet and started penning a small ad. Help wanted. Strange signals. Send mathematicians, tinfoil hat specialists, and conspiracy theorists. Apply now. Register at canon.science. I had to write that three times. That's C-A-N-O-N-N. God knows why. That dame sounded like she needed my help. Not sure about the professor. He sounded beyond help. As long as it says Canon Interstellar Research Group on the door, I would decipher those signals. A 
Oh, and we're back. Going. Yay. Hello, everybody. Mm. Hello. Oh, Hello. You see, Greetings. I'm multitasking this week. We, we got invaded by the ghost of Mr. Dusty there during the, during the t- Twitch chat. That was terrible. I'm going to w- yes, we, wag my finger. The conversation in Twitch is boring enough without having a bot in there as well. <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a, it's a quiet one this week. I think, I think everybody's having a week off, aren't they? Everyone except us. Presumably we never have a week to off. our listener. Our listener. Hello, listener. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, this is, this is Hutton Orbital. It's me. It's sort of an emergency me because we were going to have a cow, but somebody broke the cow. A bit like we broke the machine this week. He's, he's bust. So he's, he's gone for a lie down till he's unbust. It's not working. But uh, as usual, we are joined in the studio by a, a collection of voices. Um, we have the ever-present, ever-lovely Commander Flossie. The ever-deadly Commander Flossie. <laughs> yeah. That okay. poor Hello. scavenger. We'll come to that in a minute, but my goodness, he must have regretted getting up that morning. <laughs> but we'll, yeah, we'll... Um, yeah, we'll come back to that in a minute when we talk to uh, a bit more of the banter. Uh, okay, so this is Flossie there. Hello, Flossie. We've, we've got the dead meat GF. Good evening. On his shonky microphone that keeps cutting out words. Which doesn't oh, really... is, it, is it doing that again? Oh, no, it was it was a swear filter, I think. But I think it's doing that again. Oh, that one, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the swear filter. Uh, we, we didn't have to pan you this week. I try and avoid it where possible. And then we have Amelia. Good evening, Amelia. Hello there. Uh, no, so, sorry, we didn't give you any articles this week, but but you did you did get the intro text, the Heath Robinson start to the show. It's it's the best bit. Well, you delivered it with a plomb, <laughs> and should of, have been two plums, and and of course my <laughs> two two plums, a plum, a pair of plums, yep, and um, obviously my my uh, co-contributor to the uh, the script this week, uh, along with. Uh, with Mia as well. Um, it, it is uh, the Harry Ballsack himself, Commander Palantir. Good evening. You see, you came close to a panning there as well. Good oh. <laughs> anyway. But I like it anyway. Flossie, what do you reckon? Oh. Should, have, you, have you got it to hand? Should we or should we save it for later? If he likes it. If he likes it, he's definitely not having it. Oh. Uh, two plums and a oh. plant, naughty body wash. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> What, oh, two plums and an egg. Oh dear, naughty body wash. Consider- Actually, this is for you. There you go. That's just for the naughty body wash. Yes, They're- go and take your emojis and give them a wash. Yes. Oh dear, my my brain needs some bleaching now. So um, yeah, we're, we're we're back on the show. We've been we've had a busy week. We had a PWP kind of week. Now, so mm. we're, we're gonna we're gonna go first. Uh, should we? Do- yeah, we'll we'll talk to Amelia first. Amelia, you yes. did something for the first time this week, didn't you? Yes. What yes, did, I did you do for the first time this week? Broke a Thargoid machine. You broke a Thargoid machine. Yeah, the news writes itself. So give us the sort of exciting sounding intro as to why and who and, and what was going on yesterday. Um, well, okay, so there was about uh, uh, a dozen and a half of us, I reckon, about 15, 16 people. Um, and we all descended on the. Um, the planet in the in the Delphi system, is it Delphi system? Yep. It is. Yep. And uh, that it's amazing. I've never even seen it, and you can see the the thing from space. So, um, I was in shock and awe on approach to the planet. Um, and uh, of course, then we we all descended and tried to find parking spots. Um, I believe I clipped one of the spikes and careened out of control for a little while but (laughs) 
all good fun. Landed, perfect landed, like a glove. And um, and then uh, and then we got inside and we couldn't. We spent about how many hours? Three, four hours trying to get the machine to work. Well, but before before we yeah we we go into that bit. Uh, the first question is why. Did Hutton go to the machine? Obviously, I'd love to say, like the news, we wanted to stop Tharg in his tracks, so we thought we'd stick a spanner in the works. But that wasn't quite the reason why we went, was it? No, no. The reason why is because um, you came <laughs> you came around and visited me, and you said, hey, this sounds cool. Oh, in, cool, the, in but... the den of geek that is your office, you mean? <laughs> yeah, the den of geek. I think we're going to officially call it that now, I think. That's a cool name. It, it is. It, it's a it's a spectacular workplace that's basically covered in Star Wars, little painted models, games, posters, more Star Wars, gaming tables, gaming Warhammer. tables, comfy sofas, a coffee and a fridge. Oh yeah, yeah. Coffee on tap, <clears throat> coffee and tea on tap. Um, but yeah, um, me and you were talking about doing something cool as a as a PWP kind of thing for the for the truckers, and. Um, and because I just got some new VR. Yes, yes. And I, I'm hoping to have my VR working tomorrow. So we're going to have to do it again, you know. Well, we do because of, well, we'll, we'll carry on with the story about yeah, what happened in a second. So it's because you hadn't seen the swirly machine, isn't it? You'd yes. never And you'd never actually done a Hutton event yet that I no, can remember. No, it was my first Hutton event doing the swirly. Yeah, so doing the swirlies with the Hutton truckers. So we put a message up saying, hi, Amelia's never seen the swirlies. Who wants to come and see the swirlies? And a bunch of people yes. said yes, and we had. Well, I think you're right. It was it was about 15. So we had our own Palantir and Flossie and Dead Meat who were here, and in fact, the whole team here went, didn't you? The whole radio yeah, team went, and then we were joined by Overlight and Snuffler. Now you're you're not familiar with Snuffler, are you? From back in the day. No, no, I, I don't know who Back that is. in the Alpha days, there is a song which you can find probably on media.forthemug.com about uh, Don't Kill Me Snuffler, because back in Alpha, he was testing his weapons extensively on all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that Commander Snuffler. Um, he came and joined us, and we had Rob Roy Outlaw, we had Rincewind Cymru, we had, uh, oh, who else was there? Overlight turned up. Lydia of the Void. Lydia of the Void and Comet Born, yep. Um, Pillbox was there. Yep. Uh, Commander Wotherspoon joined us. So, yeah, we yes. had a bit of a party. And we thought, well... It was well, the first time I... Yes, we, we originally organised it. So, so three of us robbed some Thargoids and stole probes from under the noses so we could try and get three of us to open the doors. So we all loaded up the things and we opened the doors and we all drove around the inside. And then 15 of us got into the chamber and we stuck our things in the watsits and stood back and clicked the magic button to scan the central dangly thing. And the machine broke. Yeah. Properly it broke. broke. It didn't do anything. It didn't give us our stuff back. It jammed. Proper jammed. <clears throat> um, it's like trying to use a, a display port in an HTML. Yeah, the, the, the HTML. Sorry, HTML. HTML, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Try, trying to use a, an Oculus Rift S with a laptop. Yep. Exactly. Exactly like that. Yep. I can uh, see the comparison. Yeah, absolutely. And so we broke the Thargoids completely. And so we decided, well, let's, let's have another go. So we put some gaffer tape on it and we prodded it, poked it, picked things up. Uh, Flossie decided to slap some of the scavengers around just in case it was their fault, which was very <laughs> out of character for you, Flossie. Yes. <laughs> well, you, you upset one and then he started spitting at you a bit. And then the next thing we know, you're charging around the outside of this room, blasting some poor little scavenger into itty bitty gooey bits. <clears throat> Right, yeah. 
I mean, as our resident pacifist, I I, I was scandalised. <laughs> she's only a pacifist when they fight back. Well, yeah, if well, they I don't mean, fight back, she's murderous. I mean, it, it, it was like it was like watching you know somebody with a sort of rolled up newspaper attacking a you know a fly that's broken into the room. There was sort of clatterings and bashings and then squidgy bits all over the paint on the walls. And then a very satisfied sounding flossy with got him. And then then we were scandalised. Oh no, but I'm I'm still mostly harmless. Ninety six percent harmless, I think, aren't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, that um, poor scavenger. Flossy, didn't didn't you stay in inside the machine after everyone else had left? Uh, I got lost in there. We made her stay and think about what she'd done. And lock the door. <laughs> we definitely locked the door behind ourselves. <coughs> Excuse me. And we, had, we had Lenin doing his magic trick, showing us how we could levitate for hours on end. Yes. I remember seeing lots oh, yes. of people do backflips as well, uh, using their SRVs, literally backflipping, trying to get something to work. Yeah, well, we, we, we did that for a while, and then we decided we would break into smaller teams. So a bunch of us went off with Commander Overlight, who eventually found, I think it was um, Rincewind and Rob Roy and Snuffler, Overlight and I, got together in one little group, and we thought we'd, um, with the gaffer tape and some soldering irons, try and make the machine work. When we went in, and um, we dropped all the thingies in there, and we managed to get it working for a little bit, um, which was stunning. I've never seen that before, and it was wow. There was a swirly thing on the ceiling. There were green lights out the floor. It absolutely stunning. And profanity filters didn't kick in. Oh, they did not. I swore profusely when I first saw it in VR. <laughs> did you see it float away? Uh, yeah, it floated through one of the walls. We broke it so badly, unfortunately, the projector chucked it through one of the walls. Um... But yeah, th th there was that, and then you guys managed not to make it work at all. I don't. Although you did make it work a little bit, and then, but uh, Palantir, you didn't see it. Infinite Dreamer didn't manage to see it. Pillbox definitely got a little upset with the machine and kicked it a few times, and then rammed it with his mm. SRV. <laughs> and then I ran away. Yeah, um, I felt like the person outside of the restaurant peering in through the window, seeing everybody else having a lovely meal, while I freeze to death outside. But there was, I mean, there was one fun moment outside, obviously, where when when we left to try and sort of test the machine out again and came back, um, of course, it drops you further away from it because it's obviously dangerous, full of deadly-looking, you know, flossy, upsetting scavengers there. And um, so it drops <laughs> you slightly further away. So we had to drive back. So I thought, as Overlight had all the equipment, I'd follow him. And so I'm driving round and round, following Overlight, and realised that he didn't know where he was going either. So there's both of us sort of following each other, round and round in circles, around the outside of this Thargoid machine, trying to find the way in, <laughs> while everybody else was getting bored waiting in the middle. Um, eventually we decided to stop that game and um, just, just go and play the, play the thing. But no, it was, it was absolutely spectacular. A great 15-person... So it was amazing. Oh, yeah. And great to see. And the, I mean, I won't say artwork because it's not artwork. It's real life. But you look at the ceiling and there are these sort of eggs hanging from the ceiling. And there's almost like spider webs covering the eggs. And there's these pulsing. Um, they could be electrical or something. Cables coming out of the machine into the floor. And they actually pulse. and Or maybe it's liquids in there because you can hear swooshing noises as they do their thing. There was like blisters on the ground that would burst on you if you rolled over them as well. Yes, there are. Okay, I haven't, I haven't of, seen full those. Full of pus or something. Um, oh, you go over oh. them and they're disgusting. Now I feel unwell. 
I'm going to have to go <laughs> hose down my SLV. I don't like that thought. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, um, so this is what we do as Hutton. Now, what we think is, I mean, we managed to get 15 commanders in there. We could all see each other drive around, but we think the machine gets upset if there are too many people in there. Um, and so Tharg's taking the week off to sulk because we bust his favourite toy. So we're claiming that one. The rest of the galaxy, you can thank us later. We stopped Tharg this week. It's got nothing to do with Hackswing or blowing up Thargoids. It's got to do with Flossie smashing one of his scavengers. Amelia yeah. reckoned it was performance anxiety that Tharg can't do it if too many of us are watching. <laughs> well, they, they could be that, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so we, we bust it. We, we glued it back together and it works. I mean, that, we, it was in the name of science, obviously, because we wanted to know whether the machine still worked now that the Thargoids had gone somewhere else. We also have it on reliable authority that um, high predictions in the Pleiades are still happening, even though Tharg's taken a week off. After dead meat, you, you had an incident earlier. I did, yes. Well, actually, it was loose knockers. Okay. Heading, heading back um, and yes, heading over to the AVIC system and the first jump out, everything went weird. Now, what had you forgotten that you had on board? I had picked up a meta alloy. And what did Tharg have to say about that? Well, as soon as I got control of my ship, I spat it out the cargo hatch. And whether that appeased him or whether he just thought I wasn't worth shooting, I don't know. Okay, but he didn't do the shooting. No, he did the growling and snarling and looking at me and turning everything off and letting it back on again, then flying away. Oh, the bargle, bargle, gargle, bargle, bargle noise. Okay. Oh, yes, and that terrifying, roary electronic noise that they make at you. Well, I, I had much. that when I when I robbed him earlier in the day as well. Not that I do that kind of thing regularly. A bit like Flossie, I'm I'm ninety six percent not a pirate as well. Um, but you you drop in on the NHSS five, and there's a big green cloud, and <clears throat> you look at your scanner, and it says there's a thyroid thingy to pick up, and then you hear the noise, and you realise, okay, I've got to get to it before he does, and I brought a really big fat slow anaconda. So you sort of fly in at speed, open the hatch scoop the thingy and you hit boost you think oh, i've forgotten how fast do these things chase you and behind you you hear them i'm really 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 angry noise and then on your scanner you see all the little dots as the little suckers get launched and you think ah and then you start hearing the pew 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 pew, pew noise from them because they fire these little those little red lasers don't they at you and then i managed to jump out before he got really upset <coughs> now you know how pac-man felt <laughs> <laughs> waka 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 yeah <laughs> all the little dots chasing you yeah um so i managed to get out having robbed him then i went down to one of the the crashed um the crashed ships you know the old school thargoid crash ships it was plowed into the ground and um, that had another one of the that's two jumps away um and that had another one of the sensors that we needed and um did some stunt driving in the srv picked that one up but then somebody tells me afterwards oh you just go to the mega ship and use a hatch breaker apparently Oh, right. So, yeah. That's what we did, Good. but we're going to do it again for those people, the benefit of those people who didn't manage to get the machine to work. Yay! And we're going to do it in little groups, Yay. so his performance anxiety goes away, and, you know, we, we, we'll ask him nicely whether he could turn the machine back on for us, just for a little bit. Um, so we don't know, maybe, maybe Wednesday again next week might be good. Yeah, and then if the Thargoids mm. come back after that, we know that's what the problem was. 
But if they stay away again, then, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that works. So what else has been going on? Well, I've got notes banter, banter, banter here. Oh, lots and lots of charity stuffs. So not content with having the runs that you, like you had two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had the Dago Viking with the muddy runs. Very muddy. Yep. And then we had another one recently. I'm just, I'm literally just popping it up on my screen here, trying to find out um, where that was. But we had one of our other commanders uh, launching. Hang on. Anybody else got it to hand? Uh, uh, there was there was a, another charity push coming up. Um, no, that's the muggies. We don't want to talk about the muggies. No, that's bad stuff. I'm scrolling. Keep talking. Dun, 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 dun. My scrolling finger hurts. Um, oh, here we go. Yes, um, we have um, Mr. McIntyre, um, who said, are your courier missions getting you down? Are you bored of running materials from station to station because of those pesky Thargoids? Well, I have a solution. Sign up today and I promise you a free Type 9 start. Terms and conditions apply. All we ask is that you read the link. And um, it is a charity 24-hour stream for the Young Minds Trust. Uh, you can find details out on the Hutton Orbital Facebook page. Um, but go have a look there. But it's a 24-hour stream raising money for that particular charity. <coughs> and as usual, we love this kind of thing. So we'll, we'll support it. And yes. then the Dayglow Viking was um, working for Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Yes. I think it is. Well, I, was, I was very pleased to see them as an, another supported charity on the, the one I did. So that was nice and to meet up with your them. one was for? Special effects. And, of course... Um, our other charity that we officially look after and, and help support is the Hearing Dogs. Um, we've got more news coming soon-ish, medium-term soon, about them as well. And we've got news of another PWP event. We have the Brothers Girdler putting together a north-of-the-border um, ECM, a mini, a mini ECM, asking any commanders who are either in the land of Scott or can get to the land of Scott, whether they're interested in having a, a, a mini ECM, maybe later in the year. So um, if you're up for that, or you can get to Scotland somewhere and you want to go and take part, it, it won't be the great big one that we do yet. I mean, it, it may grow into that, but it's going to be a bigger than a pizza meat, not as big as ECM, ECM, if you know what I mean. I fancy seeing if my eagle will make it that far. Yeah, well, you know a fuel rat. I do. Oh, you're, no, is this your electric eagle? No. No, I had to uh, dispose of that and get a, an old-fashioned eagle. An old-fashioned eagle? Uh, what, a, a, yes, a, a the ele- electric one was an imperial eagle. Ah, uh, right, okay. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the world of Hutton. Is there anything else going on in the world of Hutton? I mean, there's lots of pictures in these Type 6 migrations. I think that's Team Hotbox, isn't it, who are doing the Type 6 migration? It is. Yeah. It mm. is, yeah. Um, now, we don't have our Team Hotbox representative here this evening because I think he's still recuperating from his knees up or, a, ball, or a ball's up or something he was up to. <laughs> um, but, um, yes, <laughs> Rampage is um, rampaged himself into lying down again before he overstretches something. So get well soon again, Rampage. Yeah, when you've had yeah. surgery like that, trying to do the splits is probably uh, not indicated. No. <coughs> oh dear i've got a tickle again in my throat i've probably caught it off cow now cow is um cow, cow is recovering from whatever he's recovering as well apparently he had a lie down and didn't feel better but he is in the twitch channel so everybody in the twitch channel you can say hi to cow and tell him to get well soon 
what else have we got in the banter? Then we've uh, so Scottish ECM, lots of charity stuff. Banter, banter, banter. We took on the Thargoids and won. Yay! Okay, there's a theme for this evening, as there is for the music. Now I understand I was too complicated last week. Well, it didn't help that I gave a bad clue at the end, but never mind. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. So um, it was all in the translation. Well, it, it was too late by then. I mean, that was the clue was only after we'd. Um, closed the competition as it were so so i did mislead people somewhat but it didn't matter because there's nobody had guessed anyway oh right okay well this this one might be a little easier but um so the first tune was we're not changing by you over me and we've had a guess already we have go and go on then uh, naughty body wash had a go for um admits that it's a bit of a, a lottery going for it after the first tune but saying I'm not sure about the change in the government in UK. Well, you should know we don't do politics like that. But no. also, I'm not sure the government's changed. It's still, it was rubbish and it's still uh, rubbish. <laughs> yes, it's just different rubbish. It's different rubbish with a different person. and yeah, It's more of the same again. Uh, but no, mm. it's, it, it's not that. We've had another guest here from Commander Lenin. Is the theme midgets? They said it was. I'd love to know how he thought that. He said, they said it was a little easier. Now that's that's heightest Lenin. You go back to Leningrad orbital, right, and just contemplate what you said. And he could go to the naughty step. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm apparently I'm not allowed to use any Hindi in the clues this week either. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's the themes. It, it's not that. There's another tune. I have no idea. Oh, I get. Okay. Yeah, we we can link that one now. Flossie. Yes. Now, if you're busy, like, or you're finished being busy swatting scavengers... Oh, can if, before we go to Flossie, can <laughs> I do my little bit? You want to do your bit first this week? Yeah. Well, no, my, it's not a BGS bit. It's, it's our little game. Oh. But hang on. I wanted to play this. Oh. Hard pit report. You mean I can't play that one? Oh, go on, then. We'll do Flossie first if we're doing it that way around. Okay, well, tell you what, we'll ask you about your bit that isn't the Hot Pit Report first. Righto. So, um, your, what, what's your bit? Well, Antares and I have been working on a, a secret project for. Is, is, that, a, is that Mr. Fusion? Yes. Not to be confused with Mr. Coffee? No. Okay. Definitely not. Or Mr. Dusty. <laughs> no, no, give me your trash. But we've, we've made a little game for everyone to be. Um, and it's a bit of an experiment, because if this works, it can be used in different ways over again. So hopefully it's an ongoing thing. Okay. And we've involved... It's a, it's a little game. Is it, is it a game to play in the Hutton Games Room, or is it in your spaceship, or is it a car it's game? It's in your spaceship. Game? In your spaceship. Definitely in your spaceship. And how um, might one access this game? Number one, always, most important, run the Hutton Helper. As promoted by Bucknaked later in the show. Indeed. Number two, go to AVIC and run missions for everyone except Sirius. That sounds seriously interesting. It's seriously interesting. And we've got a nice little web page, which is on the event in, the fa in our Facebook group. Um, so I won't read that out because it's easier to click it. Oh, right. um, and that is, is it visible through the hot.forthemug.com website as well? It is. Yes. Okay. I, I haven't checked if there's a link on the front page, but if there isn't, we will get one up there. Um, and if you do the right thing, 
Which is work for everybody except Sirius. Except Sirius. Yep. Then you will get scores for the missions you do and need to do a few more Hutton missions than everyone else's and keep your score balanced around zero. And if you drift too low, about minus 30, I think, you will get a yellow card. And that will reset your score and you can do it all again. And if you get a second yellow card, obviously sports, you get a red card. And getting a red card sends you to the naughty step. And does that mean you actually have to go to LHS 340? You have to go, much to Drew Peacock's upset, to the naughty step, fly into 340, fly out to Khan Station, or Khan Holdings it is. You don't have to dock. (laughs) Yes, you don't have to dock because in the future you might be in a big ship and that would be a little bit too harsh. But you have to fly in, drop in by the outpost, fly back and carry on. So it's a bit like an interactive mission board then that you've created that doesn't just sort of, I'm going to toss out the points. It tells you you've got to go and do this next. And then it does things with the hot dot for the mug website that says now you're good to carry on helping Hutton. Yes, and the webpage will tell you if you've got a yellow card or a red card and that kind of thing. Because we wanted to make, A, try and make missions a bit more fun, and B, we wanted a use for the naughty step rather than just stashing Nocti's cider stash. Right, okay, so you've got to go to Sirius. You've got to work for everybody but Sirius, but you've got to no, keep... Avic. So Avic, that's we're not going to upset Sirius in Sirius. That would be silly. So we we go to Avic, then we've got to upset Sirius in Avic by helping everybody else. But you've got to keep your score close to zero. Yep. And so, what makes it go up? Missions for Hutton make it go up. Missions for anyone else make it go down. And you need to balance it around zero. So that should be. Don't work for Sirius. Do a bit for Hutton and a bit for other people and keep your score around zero. You can monitor it in the special page that we've got. And at the end of, is it a week-long thing? We're doing, it's about 10 days. So we can get it done and rolled round and then splash out the uh, scores on the show in a fortnight. Okay, so keep your score around zero, which is a great score to have, and then do lots, but keep it zero. So if you did lots for other people that weren't Hutton, but no Hutton, then you'd have a big minus score and you'd get your red card. Then you'd have to go to LHS 340 to reset everything. But if you do loads of Hutton work and not everybody else's, then your score goes up and then you get a red card for doing too much Hutton. Is that right? No, if you, if it can only go up so far. So doing just Hutton, you won't score anywhere near as many points, but you won't get a yellow card. Right. But what happens if you accidentally work for Sirius? You get a red card straight away and go direct to the naughty step without collecting points and without doing anything nice. Okay, <laughs> fine. So, but the outcome is we want to do things against Sirius in Avic. Yes, we which want, Lenin cause... says sounds French. <laughs> Good for Lenin. I, 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 I think, I, as Terry Pratchett said, isn't Avic French for garlic? Oh, that would make. Oh nice. yes. Was wasn't wasn't that from the from the witches somewhere? Yes, it was. Yes, 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 it was the witches. Yes, yep. it's Avic, isn't it? It's Avic, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah they have all these dishes with Avic. Yep. Okay, and um, so next Thursday we're going to give an update on the league table. Is the league table live at the moment? Have we got any scores on the, the doors? The league table 
was cleared out and sent live about 15 minutes ago. So if you want to get to Avic, you can. Okay, so and, if I click uh, on Hutton Orbital Radio Trucker's Facebook page, I can see Operation Active Endeavour. Yes, there is a secret reason for that. So if anyone guesses it, please feel free to message me and ask me if they're right. Okay, and then I'm going to the page. And at the moment, the scores on the doors are nothing. Excellent, as it should be. There we go. So everybody go to Avic. Go on, go do it now. Don't listen to, Do listen to this, but while you're listening to this, go to Avic. You don't have and, to go mess with the Thargoids this week. You've got the week off. Yes. And there are, there are prizes at the end. There and are. because we so often get the, com- well, the, the, not so much a complaint, but people say, obviously, people who get a lot of time have an advantage. So as well as the winner, which is basically the person that does the most missions of any description except Sirius, there will be a lottery. So every mission you do gets you an entry into the lottery. And we'll draw three winners at random out of that. Right. Okay, so you don't need to be sort of, uh, I was going to say, gainfully unemployed in lots of, uh, lots of free time. Yeah. You just have to take part. You take in, a- in your free time, you can take part. Yes. If you take a week off and do it all the time, you will have more chance of winning. But if you just do it when you can, you'll still be in with a chance because it's all random and everyone likes it now. Right. Okay. It's that's as clear as it. Yeah, we get it. That, do stuff. Yeah. Go to the link. Watch what you're doing, and we'll see who comes top. So if you've never earned a Hutton Prize, this is an opportunity to to go and do a thing where you just run. So is, is it missions and bounty, or is it just missions, or is it passengers? What what I mean, what counts? It's just just the missions for this one because we're test we're still testing so right we might expand so we we could in the future do it that you have to go to hut and pick up some mugs then go to there and drop them off and then if you get it wrong you have to go to the naughty step and i mean it's uh, like an interactive mission board especially for hutton yeah and naughty body wash would you please put that monkey down okay it doesn't (laughs) like it just put the monkey down I can see what I you're doing through that I glass. still don't understand how many experience points I get when I roll a 13. Well, 42. You know, to hit armor class naught, you have to roll a... Anyway. But, <coughs> but, my age. That, means, that means I'll have a Colonel Mustard left over. Well, as our, we, have, we have sort of a bit of a resident you know, RPG specialist here, Amelia, don't we? <laughs> not, not D&D, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, no, but other, other things... Yes, possibly. So we we might need to sort of second you as an arbiter of the scoring rules or something, or <laughs> you know what somebody's hit points still are, or how many clones they've got left. Yeah, I, I, I'll give it a go. I'll give anything a go. Okay, Twice so ever like it, it. it has been said. So basically, yeah, go go to go to Avic. Uh, do, uh, go to Avic. Do stuff. Watch your scores. Play with it, and then maybe at the end of it, we we'll give you a prize. Yay! Okay, we got that. Basically, it. Woo-hoo. Well, thank you very much to the Intarius Fusion. Now, I know there's also some work going on behind the scenes with Commander PsychoCow about <clears throat> how we sort out prizes and things like Hutton decals and bits and bobs, which I'm sure he's going to want to talk about in two weeks' time when he's back. Uh, if it's yep, the, if, the, if it's the finished and working. Prizes for this are out. Yeah, I've, I've stuck up the prizes for this, but if if you want to give out any Hutton prizes on top, that is. A bonus. Well, Hutton, Hutton decals, decals are available for anybody who has taken part in a Hutton PWP-related event or had their name uh, mentioned on the Top Tracker. 
for the hut and decals so yes um on our official events yes we do chuck away some decals as well for prize winners so you get a prize you'll also get hut and decal wonderful wonderful yes right <clears throat> oh guy he's he's now brought a branch into the studio body wash stop it okay uh moving along then flossy flossy yes. flossy 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 now there's initiative and then there's community goals and i've got a special button here on the thing that just says flossy but instead of it just playing one flossy thing i've got three flossy things i've got flossy <laughs> number one flossy number two and flossy number three Oh, okay, let's leave Flossy number three out of it. Flossy number one, Flossy number two. <laughs> so, this week, can we use this one? So, Anthony CG's this week. So, this week, can we use this one? When... It's a bit of interstellar initiative oh, news, yes. Okay, well, if everybody's sitting comfortably, and I'm sure you are, I'm going to play this, and then Flossy's going to tell us about her initiative. When the universe is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burn rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossy tell you what it is then you can get involved with this you should listen to what flossy says interstellar tells us what she thinks it is then you can get involved with this now you should listen to what Lassie says hello Flossie here with this week's interstellar initiatives news the enclave progress report first of all a new home for professor palin the engineer Professor Ishmael Palin has established a permanent base of operations in the ARC system. Aegis Research confirmed the news with a statement from Professor Albert Tesoro. Having fled the Maya system, Professor Palin and his staff have installed their equipment at the planetary port Able Laboratory on ARC 4E. All of the engineering services previously offered by Professor Palin are now available at his new location. His study of meta-alloys and other Thargoid-related materials has also resumed. The megaship Carson Spring, which facilitated an emergency evacuation of the Palin Research Centre, has left the ARC system to resume other duties. <clears throat> Do what you want, because the pirate is free! Not those duties. And, and second, secondly, uh, Enclave established in Witchhead Nebula. Recent reports from the Witchhead Nebula indicate that the Thargoid forces in the region have been defeated. The initial call to arms from Aegis Research was met with an overwhelming response from independent pilots who were able to push back Thargoid incursions from the new human colonies. Admiral Aidan Tanner, Chief Military Liaison for Aegis, said, Humanity has achieved a decisive victory in the Witchhead Nebula. Significant numbers of Thargoid vessels were destroyed in the conflict, even as many independent pilots were lost. But the sacrifice of these brave souls was not in vain, for the enemy has been forced to withdraw. 
While the threat of occasional incursions from Thargoid craft remains, our colonial assets have been firmly established in the region. Professor Albert Tesro of Aegis Research looked to the future. The Alliance, Empire and Federation have declared that the Witch Head Nebula is now an official enclave of humanity, a region that their joint efforts have enabled them to share equally. But the damage inflicted on our new starports must be repaired before we can harvest the barnacle sites in the area. Independent pilots have already given so much, and for that I am humbled and thankful. And yet we must ask for one last favour, to support the repair of these starports. As detailed in Galnet News, Professor Palin has safely arrived in the ARC system and is resuming engineering services at Able Laboratory on ARC 4E. All modules that they stored at Perlin's Research Centre have been transferred over to Perlin's new location at Able Lab. Along with the Galactic Community's assistance, the superpowers have successfully pushed back the Thargoid threat from the Witchhead Nebula, resulting in the region being declared as an official human colony. However, before starports can become fully operational, they must be repaired. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. Flossie told you what to do. <laughs> right. Okay. So this, this, so this is the end of the initiative. Yes. Uh, I think it's the end of this initiative. Yes. So the well, the the, the enclave part one, I suppose, isn't it? There might well, be a part had, two. It's had four phases. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the end of phase four of part one of the Enclave, or it could be the end of the Enclave. I think it might be the end of the Enclave, but I can't be certain of that. Okay, now, did I hear rightly in the middle of that that the Federation, the Empire and the Alliance are sort of making friends in this area? Sort of. Um, yeah, this, this, they do seem to be. They use the word joint efforts and sharing equally yeah. and things. Do we actually believe that the Empire, the Federation, the Alliance are able to, to um, yes, share equally? Yes, I believe them. Yes, power sharing works so well, yes. doesn't it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, the power sharing governments. Isn't that happening in Northern Ireland? No, it's not, is it? That's part of the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Power sharing never works. Well, it's supposed to, yeah. on paper. But they all end up bickering over, I don't know, which end to put the biscuits or... Yeah. <sighs> Big Indians versus Little Indians or something like that, if you've, if you've read your Jonathan Swift. I, I, it's, it's worse with coders. You get Big Indians and Little Indians. Yeah. Is there an echo in here? Toast's ready. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, I've got another button here. Now, uh, we, we have to ask... Um, Amelia, you know that important question we always ask the guests? Yes. But we haven't got any guests, so you're going to have to ask Dead Meat. Dead Meat. Hello. So, tell us about the Hot Bit bit. Hot Bit Report. Here with all of the latest Hot Pit Report. But what does it mean? What does it all mean? It means we're nice and comfy this week. It's really good. Um, we have the fewest systems over six we've had for a long time. 
and everyone else is either just on or above 40, which is just where we want to be. So if we were looking at the um, the squadrons page to find out, you know, wh- where is our happiest place? Does it still list that or is it still broken? It's Hill Pass He, which is the one we don't talk about. So the place we are ignoring, we're not touching, is the happy place and the place it's happier than all the places we are touching. Yes, fourteen percent, and we're not doing anything there at all. So it may suggest that our, min- our denizens don't like being interfered with, like many things. Right. Okay. So, <coughs> I, I, th- I suppose the answer to the question you answered earlier: if you want people to go and do something this week, where would you like them to go do it? But I think you've answered that one, haven't you? Well, the addition to that really would be LHS three hundred and forty is one of the systems that's too high. So, if you do get sent to the naughty step. Please grab a couple of non-hot missions while you're there, run those as part of the game, and then carry on about your your merry way. Okay, so do bad things at the naughty step. Yes, and Vamar and Star is the other one. That's sort of sixty-six, I believe. It. And I've just noticed that the um, the King Hanky has just sauntered into the uh, into the studio or into the the, the green room over there, um, and I, 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 he handed you a, a sheet earlier that had lots of tears all over it. He did. He said, the king's in tears, so work in tear, was the short version. Buckets of tears. Um, it's buckets buckets and buckets. Lakes and um, lakes so, of tears. Yeah. Overflowing dams of tears. Fill the mission buckets with the tears. Right, and the bounty buckets with tears. Indeed, and the exploration buckets with tears. Right, okay. Right, well, that, that answers the question about the hot pit bit. Now, see, it's always nice hearing all these these tunes and bit, but you know, um, Mister Mister Balzac. Yeah, I'll tell Balzac, you what, well, which is which yeah. is your favourite one of the tunes? Well, so far the first one because it's the only one we've had. No, I meant but, the, the, uh, the, the the little the little <laughs> tunes. You know the. The, the hot pit oh, report. Oh, no, no, my head. Oh no, it they won't really fit to my head. No, no. I oh, a hot pit. I'm I'm with dead meat on this one. Hot pit report is the one we use to excise and to interstellar initiatives out of our head. You see, that sticks with you all the time. But see, that's not that what you wrote down here in the script, is it? You said well, something completely different in yeah. writing, and I've got it in brown yeah. and white. Okay, well, that's, that's, I'm quite sorry that the Interstellar Initiative has finished because I actually really actually, like it. Well, it hasn't finished yet. It's got a last week of repairing oh. stations. Oh, no, he meant, he meant your tune. I think he meant your tune. He likes it when yeah. the tune's finished. Because I really like it when Flossie tells me what to do. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, uh, one of the other things I like to do... Oh. No, no, not that one, though. Is that I like it. When it's from We Cry Diamonds. To Alvin DeFear from Cecil B. Trumpington. That'd be me. Hutton Orbital, Eden, somewhere in Alpha Centauri. Too bloody far away, if you ask me. Regarding those invoices on your desk. Dear sir, further to the missive of the other day, I would like to tender an explanation as to the invoice on your desk. I had proceeded as instructed to Hutton Orbital, whereupon I met with fellow truckers who very 
very kindly agreed to load the full Type 9 lovely craft up with mugs for the mug. In their eagerness to satisfy your trucking needs, there seems to have been a little bit of a manifest error. For with every 30 tons of mugs, uh, for the mug, there also happens to have been some gin. Ordinarily, this wouldn't have vexed me terribly, but I was very aware about your standing orders not to waste the long, long, very, very long journey to Hutton. So, showing initiative, I decided that the best thing to do would be to dispose of the gin. Now, being near the orbital, and not wanting to cause shipping hazards, I proceeded to proceed a few kilometers away. Now, at that point, an idea came upon me. Normally, the eject old cargo button has gaffer tape over it. But, aha, I thought, I have an idea. and removed the tape, pushing the button to eject all of the gin. This was my first error, for I had forgotten about the mugs, for the mug. So I attempted to scoop up all of the mugs, uh, for the mug, but not the gin. Unfortunately, some gin did materialize back in my cargo hold. Not much. On returning to Hutton, only a few kilometers away, I asked very, very nicely for some more mugs uh, for the mug. But there was some gin in the way. So I proceeded to dispose of the gin. This was my second error. Having now filled the hold with mugs for the mug and set my destination, I duly jumped. Now I can't really remember. It might have been a binary system. I'm not quite sure. However, I correctly proceeded forthwith to the station. Upon arrival, I found the right side of the station, damned confusing things, and proceeded into that little letterbox-shaped thing. This was my third error. The docking controller clearly doesn't know what is what, as he told me off for entering without permission. So I turned the pool type 9 around. And this was my fourth error. You see, a type 9 doesn't fit. It's too big. And there was this viper. Ruddy thing got stuck to my canopy. Couldn't see a thing. 
so I decided to scrape it off using the toast rack. And that was my final error. It sort of exploded a bit. And there were alarms, and there was shooting noise. In my haste to remove myself from the situation, I appear to have pushed the wrong button. The one with no gaffer tape on it. Some silly idiot took the gaffer tape off. Anyway, you might ask what this has to do with the invoice. Well, upon my return to Hutton Orbital, I retired to the gentleman's facilities to avail myself of the plumbing. I seem to have committed a bit of a faux pas in Cubicle 3. Your indulgence is appreciated. Sincerely, me. Commander Wallerspoon, hey? He digests everything, so we don't have to. Galnet News Digest, 1st of August 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Refugee Palin opens corner shop. Aegis appeals for goodwill repairs. Cultural appropriation as Alliance invades Lave. Thargoids stole my nameplates. Refugee Palin opens corner shop. <music> Professor Ishmael Palin's engineering workshop is open for business at his new location at Able Laboratory in the ARC system. Refugee Palin was put in temporary accommodation aboard the megaship Carson Spring on July the 18th after he claimed that he was unable to continue living in the war zone in the Maya system in the face of constant harassment by Thargoid scouts. The professor, who had previously survived a lengthy blockade put in place by his former employer, the Federation, applied for asylum not in the first system he reached on returning to the bubble, but instead he continued to the wealthy ARC system before putting in his claim, leading to some suspicion that he may in fact be a bogus asylum seeker, coming over to the Alliance to take the jobs of genuine Alliance citizens, and simultaneously to sponge off the bountiful Alliance welfare system. The Able Laboratory Council has allocated Palin a lock-up workshop and basic accommodation within the settlement at nominal rent, and is resolute about Palin's right to stay within the Alliance as a refugee. A spokesperson for the Council is reported as saying that even if he is an economic migrant, Palin's engineering masterpieces are in high demand, with his Grade 5 dirty drives a favourite with commanders, and that this rare talent will encourage visitors to the otherwise somewhat sleepy settlement. 
Nonetheless, there remains a deep suspicion amongst some residents in the settlement about Palin's plans to continue experimenting with Thargoid-sourced meta-alloys, and a send-him-back campaign has been established, claiming that if Bill Turner can engineer Grade 3 shielded fuel scoops, why would anyone want enhanced performance thrusters with Grade 5 dirty drive modifications from Palin? They also feel that if Palin really cares about the Pleiades, he should go home and fight the Thargoids off with his bare hands. The megaship Carson Spring, which had been Palin's temporary home, has returned to the Pleiades to collect more refugees, partly for humanitarian reasons, but mainly to wind up the members of the Send Him Back campaign. Aegis Appeals for Goodwill Repairs The war to drive the Thargoids out of the Witchhead Nebula appears to have been won, but with massive damage to human infrastructure. The Federation, Empire and Alliance all responded to Aegis's call to invade the area occupied by the Thargoids and their barnacles in the Witchhead Nebula back on July the 11th. The stations the powers installed were attacked and damaged, but as a result of large numbers of anti-Thargoid patrols by independent pilots, the Thargoid fleet seems to have been eliminated, with little or no Thargoid activity reported this morning. This leaves the powers with two badly damaged stations each. In order to efficiently harvest the fruits of the Thargoids' barnacles, these damaged stations must be repaired. Professor Alba Tezro of Aegis has made an appeal for pilots to support the repairs, but says that neither Aegis nor any of the powers have the finances to fund the repair effort. The combined total tonnage of materials needed to repair the starports is close to 1,800,000 tonnes. That's a lot of work for long-distance truckers. And given that the Alliance has an undamaged and completely serviceable surface base, in Witchhead Sector LC-VC2-10, you might wonder why anyone would bother. Especially when the evil Don Antonacci will be taking his cut off everything that's delivered. Cultural Appropriation as Alliance invades Lave. The Alliance politicians in Alioth continue to cast envious eyes on the independent Lave system, and in their latest devious move seem intent on parading the cultural wealth of the Alliance in front of the people of Lave. In a statement seemingly designed to stoke controversy, Prime Minister Edmund Mahon announced that the Festival of Cultures would showcase the very best of Alliance achievements, entertainment and history as it travelled through seven Alliance systems, the first of which Alliance systems is presumably Lave. And the Fine Art Emporium has been taken over by all sorts of Alliance culture, with exhibits including cheese, brewer's yeast, and thrush, as well as a selection of modern interpretations of the lost masterpiece Pennant Street by Megan Madigan, willingly contributed according to the Alliance Press handout by many of Lave's finest artists. 
there's been some speculation whether the winking cat crew may put in an appearance to purloin some of these amateur daubs and replace them with their own signature street art. Also featured in the exhibition is the marble sculpture of Venus de Antonacci with the big boobies. A long and tedious hollow novel called Flanagan's Awake. And as Commander Factabulous correctly anticipated, an enormous wooden horse. In the remaining six weeks of the cultural tour of Alliance Systems, the Festival of Cultures will be visiting a number of other high-profile systems, including Achenar and Sol. Thargoids stole my nameplates. Many commanders were distraught today when they suddenly and without warning lost the ability to name their ships. Nor were they able to buy any of those fancy-looking nameplates. Whenever they entered the store, the shopkeeper denied all knowledge of ship nameplates and asked if they'd like to buy a decal instead. The Pilots' Federation has issued a brief and non-committal statement, saying that it hoped that the ability to name ships would be restored soon. However, the Society of Tinfoil Hattery has a convincing explanation. The Thargoids did it. What better way is there to demoralise a humanity that fights wars just to get a decal that's a picture of a crustite Thargoid interceptor? than to deny them their shiny cosmetic items. How much longer can humanity defend its bridgehead in the Witchhead Nebula if it can't call its ship Crate Expectations? The psychological war has begun. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Grateful thanks, as always, to the erudite King of Galnet, the man whose grammar is always perfect, his colon is always in the right place. Now it's time for our third tune, making me feel much better is Blind Boy Fuller, who's trucking my blues away. You got the look of a traitor about you. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Buck. You like that chip there behind me? Yep, it's mine. And it's got more light years on it than you can count. I still trust it to help me spread my load all over the galaxy. It's a Lakon Spaceways Type 6. The same ones what made the Hutton Orbital run you've heard about. This little baby's quick enough to run any blockade and small enough to land on an outpost. Flying it's as easy as sliding off a greasy log backward. And believe me, Mr. Naked, that's me. I knows all about that. So when you done laying there like a bump on a log and want to get serious about trading, just listen to old Buck Naked. Pick up a Lakon Spaceways Type 6, the fastest way you youngins can spread your load into every port in the Milky Way. And now, I think we're going to go and listen to Buck Naked. 
He's American, don't you know? Now you're a trucker. All you gotta do is truck that truck. When you're a hunting trucker, if you can't turn a profit, then you're out of love. It's for the mother that we fly all over the space. Point to two light years crossed at a hell of a base. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. Howdy there, truckers. It's old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Com. Almost as pain-free as being drugged into a Thargoid's rectum by Commander Vontem. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Crimshadow took the lead with almost 83,300 light years jump. The leader in destroying up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Screaming Chicken with 56.7 million credits earned and accounted for. I wager that Commander named through them pirates for a loop. Our top mission trucker for the third week in a row is Commander Montgomery Python with 636 mission points earned. Don't get burned out there, Commander. Y'all know. He's at the top of the list for mission points, and he just broke the 40,000 point mark. All in cargo like a hunting trucker auto, Commander Light 027 transported and sold just about 76,000 tons this week. Keep on trucking there, Commander. Driving the hunting Uber this week, Commander Constant G hauled 2,547 passengers around the galaxy and earned a few extra tips while at it. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in one hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of July is held by Commander Prophet Velen in one hour, 23 minutes, and three seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker. Brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy 
with a book of jokes about nothing in particular. Speaking of which... Are we all back? Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 So everybody listen to Galnet, everybody listen to Buck Naked. It's, of course, there's all sorts going on there. Lots more people to give decals out to as well. Mm-hmm. So if you heard your name on this era radio station, then um, well, actually, uh, Palantir, you've been putting up a little message every single week saying... I have been. I, I thought it was time that we did that it was it makes sense because not not everybody can actually listen to the show live uh, and uh, we do get the um ventura does do a really good job of editing but people may not have chance to listen to that either so i think and it makes sense to put it in facebook for, for those of you listening not on the live version that last bit was absolutely perfect and there was definitely no error anywhere <laughs> in it at all yeah. Quite. See, I, I, my voice has been dubbed by an actor. See, sometimes it comes with the sound, sometimes it doesn't come with the sound, sometimes it... I, anyway, so I just sort of, oh, it says Buck! Mash the Buck. And I did. And then I thought, uh, no, I'll just let him carry on. So I'm sorry, Buck, it's for fine. mashing you up. Yeah, well, Ventura will make it all sound really good, so I, th- I pity the people who listen to it live. Uh, message coming in from Commander Ventura. What error? Yes. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I, I don't, anyway. Well, pe- people who listen to the podcast that think of it as maybe a two-hour, two, two-and-a-half-hour show, what they don't realise, it's actually seven hours long when we do it live. Yeah, we just chop out the... I won't say the best <laughs> bits. We chop out the bits that are broadcastable and then throw them away, <laughs> and then the rest of it's what you're hearing now. Yes. Uh, we had a message the other day from somebody who says, oh, this is keep me going during my week. I love the sketches. It makes me feel 100% more British. Um, okay. Thank you. There are, there are worse things you could be. Was it 100% and or I won't mention any of them, because if I do, they'll be cut out during the edit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody is enjoying being British at the moment. Oh, my wallet certainly isn't oh. after buying all the currency for me hollybobs. Anyway. Oh. Oh, have we had any more guesses? Uh, um, we we did have one, uh, but it was um, uh, from Screaming Chicken who said power play, which I think is very similar, I think, to the government. So let, let's have a look at how it might fit in, but, just but, in case. We're not changing, so that could be a commentary on whether the Pilots Federation doing anything different with power play. I like it. Uh, no, this is definitely not the right answer, is it? Truck in my blues? No, no, no. It's It's definitely not the power play. No. So well, yeah, there is. So I like it. We cried diamonds, and then we had. We're not changing. You over me. So, so I like it. We're not changing. Trucking my blues away. My blues away. Yeah, okay. Well, it's about time <clears throat> we go down to the green room. Now it was a bit emptier, but then something hairy and wooky shaped broke in and went at people. Uh, yeah, that's Dayglow Viking. <laughs> yes, I think Chewbacca <laughs> sat next to him. <laughs> so we've got a few people down in the green room. Um, so we've got a tune coming up first, and actually the green room, you know, oh, no, achy joints, whatever. Um, but it does feel like the green room is um, 10,000 miles away by the Musical Blades. We love the Musical Blades. haven't played them for a while, at least two weeks. Good evening. This is Don Antonacci. This mammoth matchup needs your help. Both sides have done a fantastic job of getting behind this event, as well as getting active in the community generally. My family approves. Now, I don't want to show any bias, but I am calling on all pirate crews to band together to quash this rebellion and destroy the evil Senator Vin and Princess Psycho Cow. Imagine how bad this will be if a trucker group 
manages to pull enough of people to defeat one of the best known and disreputable, in the best way possible, groups in the game. I think it is all of our moral duty to stand strong and say, you shall or not to pass. If you wanted to lend your lances to the code, send me an email, ASAP, and we will get you in touch and promote your support. Can the mercenary legions of Mercs of Mekun help, or the pirate group of Ronin of Amarak? Lots of love, Don Antonacci. Well, hey, and welcome down to the green room. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and a big hearty for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. That's it. Green room done. Because if you say for the mug, there's nothing else to say. Ha <laughs> ha. Gotcha. Bye. Bye. Oh, can I don't go? Oh. Anyway, um, so we're we're in the green room. There's, there's us, and then there's some. There's a, there's a handful more people. Oh, no, no, no. Where we got? Yes, one, two, three, four. I'm just counting for no reason. Five, six, seven, eight, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to um, we start with me, and then the the Harry Ballsack, and uh, then the Flossy, and is, is he still here? Yes, he is. The Dead Meat GF. Yeah. And and then the Amelia. And then I think this should work out. We can talk to ourselves this week because it's fairly quiet in here. I'm going to start by saying, whew, thank you, Commander Ventura. What for? That was smooth. Oh. I, I thought I was just thinking at the screen there. I really need to move the green room up here and jump down to that room so we don't clash on the music. And I wonder how I'm going to. Oh my God, it's happened. Yes. Power of the mind. Yeah, I just got teleported, like hollow me, into the next room. But thank you very much. How are you? No problem. I'm all right, getting there. Um, had a short week at, a week at work and off for a couple of days. So, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's all right. Then. Have, have, you managed to, have you managed to fly any spaceships or have you just been lurking around the radio studio here preparing I, for next week? Um, I unfortunately was a bit late for the T6 exploration, but I decided I'll just go and do it anyway. So I'm I'm still trying to get to waypoint two in it. So yeah. And uh, here uh, uh, we have the Commander Ventura catching up to the back of the pack. I know. With all the T sixes. Yes, it's it's fun though. I like it. I like it. It's, I, I I can get to use the FSS scanner better and all that sort of thing. Yeah, so it's quite good. Yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. And, and how um, are you enjoying the flight? I mean, it's quite a nice view from the front of the T six, isn't it? It's same. It's, it's uh, small on the T nine, but you still get the same sort of view. So yeah, you've got that no, sort of I big like glass that. canopy in front of you, and um, so it's it's quite good for viewing yeah. things and taking selfies because you can take. It still sticks out the front, doesn't it? You can still take selfies through the glass, so, yes. so you can see yourself okay. and the star in the background or the thing you just crashed into or <clears throat> stuff like that. No, and, and the T six migration is is it going via any sort of you know bits and bobs out there the uh, the mollusks or any of the the sparkly things. Um, I haven't got that far yet, so um, I'm not too sure. I, 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 I'm going to Black Hole, I think I am at the moment, and then I'm, uh, after that I'm going somewhere else. So, yes, I'm just going the same route. All right. I had a bit, I had a bit of a problem on the way over, though. I, I went and I normally, like, a lot of people land on the planet before I go, you know, before I shut down and everything else and all that sort of thing, I ended up uh, landed in a planet with a bit of a thump and put my hull down to ten percent. But luckily, there wasn't a space. Well, see, that, that's known as doing a cow. Yeah, the don't do a cow but, man. 
No, but I don't um, normally do a cow and splat straight into the, the, the planet, but uh, no, this time I did, because uh, I think the gravity was a bit high and didn't realise that, so I ended up, I just went to the nearest station, luckily there was one about halfway there, and I thought, oh, that'll do me, thanks very much. Is that one of the ones sort of on route to Colonia, one of those stations? Yes. I've yes, never been to those. Um, yeah, but that'll be my first time. And I've I never been to an last... asteroid base as well. Is is one of them an asteroid base, or are they all proper stations? I, I've never been, so... No, there are... The, 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 the proper bases... Is, uh, yeah, it's proper, it was a proper base, so it was uh, it was actually the planet. So, But there's there an asteroid... Is there not an asteroid station in Lave, Lave System? The Lave System? Well, I'll, I'll have to yeah, go looking for one soon. Well, thank you very much, Commander Ventura. Have you got anything yeah, else to add this evening, or are you for the mugging? I'm for the mugging. Talk well, to you later. Thank you very much. In that case, it's me, and I'm not going to talk to myself, so I'm going to talk to you, Mr. Vantium. Oh, what have you been doing? Yeah, not, not bad at all, not bad at all. Um, I've managed to fire up my ship for the first time in, well, must be... I mean, I did a bit of CQC, but other than that, um, I've hardly flown a ship in two months, I think. So getting out yesterday and, and flying around off to, off to Palin to get these corrosive-resistant racks and then 17 jumps to Delphi and then two more to to find the crash ship. I've not seen a crash ship. I've done that this week. I've not seen the machine activate. I've done that this week. So, yeah, it's been... I've done nothing helpful for Hutton, but it's been a good week. Yeah, I did see a lot of dust on your ship when you were flying around, so I figured it had been a while. Oh, no, that's where I crashed it and all kicked up from the planet's surface. I did bring the anaconda and try and park it sort of inside the um, the thugoid structure, you know, in the, in the area. And everybody yeah, else was you, in smaller you, ships. The rest of us had to sort of squeeze up and make space for you. Well, I was doing some stunt flying around the edge, and uh, I wasn't quite as good at the um, the backflips as Snuffler was. Snuffler was quite proficient at doing backflips in his SRV. Yeah. Anyway. No, it, it was fun, all that. Other than yeah. that, it's... Um, for the mug from me. And I think it's me now, so I can get to ask you something. If your week's been okay, Harry. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Thank you, Flossie. Yeah, I had a, had a good time. I really, really enjoyed uh, last night's event. That was... Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, that. It was nice. But it's a sort of organised disorganisation, <laughs> which really <laughs> which, which really typifies oh, the yeah. truckers, really, isn't it? Yes. And that was straight after having been into London and seen uh, present laughter at the Old Vic with, with Andrew Scott, the hot priest from Fleabag. Mm. Oh, right. Yes, it was very, very funny. Very good. Yeah. Other than that, uh, it's been quite quiet week so I'll say for the mug. Okay, thank you for the mug. So I get to ask Amelia, how's your week been? Hello. My week's been absolutely awesome. Um, besides the Thargoid um, machine, which was truly, truly awesome. Um, my first trucking event which also truly, truly awesome. Um, but I hung around um, while everyone left at the end. I hung around and killed scavengers and got everything I needed to unlock Palin, which is very cool. Um, excellent news. Yeah. And, um, and today I have picked up my new computer, which should be able to run my CV2 VR headset. Oh, exciting times. Ooh. So uh, I haven't got it working yet because obviously the show must go on. So <laughs> it's sitting here teasing me at the moment. <laughs> oh. 
But um, yeah, it's, it's been an awesome week. It's been really, really cool. Um, everyone was saying about um, Thargoids interdicting people. And the thing is, I've never been able to go into the Pleiades without being interdicted by Thargoids. Did you make it in and out this time without being interdicted? Um, well, no. No, actually, on the, on the way to the event, um, the big Thargoid machine, I, I got interdicted. I never see them, though. They always interdict me, and, you know, they, they discombobulate my, um, my ship, so I, I can't do anything. Yeah. And then uh, and they never come in front of my screen, so I never see them. They always come up behind me. I hear the noises and everything. By the time I've turned around, they're gone. Yeah, mine, mine did that tonight, so I did turn around in time to watch him fly away, but I didn't see him while he was shutting my ship down and stuff. Yeah, it's so annoying, because you, you see the videos on YouTube and everything, and you think, oh my god, that looks so cool. Yeah, last time it happened to me was a long time ago, and they did fly around in front while you were shut down. That was really scary. But maybe yeah. it's, as we found with the machine, they're, they're getting a bit shy. Yeah, I think they are, yeah. But, um, yeah having an awesome weekend that's about it really so I'll just say for the mug thank you very much so next up it's me and I'm talking to Commander Chewbacca <laughs> that is such a good impression <laughs> <laughs> thanks how are you what have you been up to this week I'm good thanks so this week has primarily just been um trying to recruit a potentially new trucker into the game and into the trucking group and he's just got the VR system and he's found how awesome Elite is in VR. So nice. on top of that, yeah, it's really awesome. He wasn't interested in Elite and I put him on the, he's got a VR headset and he tried that and he's like, oh, that's it. So now he's getting his uh, equipment like a Hotas and stuff. Hang on, I gotta get the cat off. It is so good. I mean, especially when someone is wowed by it, you know, you get to, um, it's like you experience it yourself again when you take someone new through it and they're all in awe and excited. And Well, yeah, he put me on his VR system. I've never dealt with VR until I was on his system. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like beyond reasoning. I might as well be sitting in this thing. It's fantastic. So um, I'm hooked. He's hooked. I don't have a VR system like he does, so I'm starting to save up. And the other thing I'm doing is um, I'm trying to just do the Federation missions a little bit so I can get my Corvette, so that way we can uh, keep the fight at the dawn and then take him to the Goids. How far are you along? Uh, just over halfway. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm just at post captain, I believe, no, post commander or something like that. I'll be about, I think, four more levels to go. We shouldn't be too long. Um, it's just with the family and everything, just got to find time. Um, yeah. But all in all, it's doing great. And I had uh, a case of the mods a couple of weeks back, and I got over that. And um, now I'm just working on my uh, this new commander. Hopefully we can get him in as a trucker, and everything will be sweet. Oh, bless. That's so cool. Anyway, it's all for me. For the mug. For the mug. Right, but I think it's um, back to me now, and I've got the pleasure of the company of the Dayglow Viking. Good evening. Yeah, finally managed to find my microphone again. Woohoo! And uh, yeah. well, good to have you back in the green room here. And um, yeah, we've been seeing some more pictures of you getting mucky. Yes, yeah, ably supported by uh, Commander Hutton Widow, uh, although uh, it's possibly the last time she'll be out uh, in an active role in that one. 
but yeah, it was. You, uh, fi- you finally, you finally put her off all the mud and the uh, the cold and the exercise. A little bit of that, a little bit, but uh, now she's ably going to be taking over the uh, chief of support crew on that. But she, yeah, she's leading um, central. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Uh, making sure I don't actually kill myself doing one of these things. Yes, and go on, give us, give us the lowdown. How you know how how did it go and money raised and all those kind of things? Yeah, well, first off, the good news. Um, by the time of the event, I've managed to raise £230 for Calm. Um, still got that open for this year, because it's not the last mud run I'm doing this year. Um, obviously, uh, keeping it front and centre, and uh, the chief reporter over at the South End News Network has even decided to run a little bit of an ad campaign for me. So it, it's definitely worth knowing people in the in the business. Um, otherwise, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, you'll get a sorted a, a start time, you get a nice pep talk where the guy says um, you're going to be helping each other out, so it really is play with players. And then you get set off and released in these fields where they've set an obstacle course. No pressure to finish, it's just get around as and when you can. And by the time you get across the finishing line, that free beer they pass to you is well well deserved. There's free beer? There is a free oh, beer. Yes. Uh, dog handed out, which is certainly uh, a nice touch. Um, the odd cameraman, so that's where the photos are coming in from. Yeah, and I've already got another one aimed later on this year uh, with one of my nieces. And the big one is next year. Uh, we'll be changing focus, uh, yeah, poor choice of words maybe, um, from Calm to Guide Dogs UK. Because my other niece is partially sighted, and she's decided that she was she's willing to go and run one of these courses. Oh, well, so um, I'm gonna. Hey, where, yeah, where I'm, I'm you know, gonna, you know, we love assistance dogs over here. It's um, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, what we're planning to do is I'll run the course with a guide wearing goggles that will make me essentially blind, so I can experience the course from the way she like see it or understand it, and then the following day I'll take her around the course myself. So that's that's next year's challenge. That's the next year's big thing. Um, otherwise, it was uh, a good trip up to Yorkshire. And was, the weather, was the weather kind to you? This is what I can't understand. Whenever I go to these places with Siobhan, now she, we went up to Scotland, and she used to work up there, and she said, it's always going to be rainy. We had six days of gorgeous sunshine. We were in Yorkshire. We had four days of gorgeous sunshine. I'm pretty sure she's my good luck charm when it comes to weather. Aww. It does mean I, I can't play when I'm doing these adventures, but yeah, uh, these are sacrifices we have to make to keep people happy, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, the, you know, congratulations, a really good job well done on you know, all, all the fundraising that you do for your, your chosen charity. On, it's going to be charities then, as of, as of next year. Oh, absolutely, yep. Yeah. yep, certainly. And you know, thank, thank you very much. You know, on behalf of the trackers for representing us so well as our own Dayglo Viking. Yes, yeah, yeah, that t-shirt managed to survive, so the uh, the orbital advert will still be leading the way from somewhere in the middle of the pack. Um, yeah, lead, lead, lead from the centre, it's just the best one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let, let, the, uh, let the other people get in front to form a nice, soft, fleshy cushion for me to land on. Yeah, and the wild pirates can pick off the outliers, you know, the, the early ones and the, the, the rear ones, and you're nice and safe in the middle there. Definitely, definitely. Pirates. Um, yeah, otherwise, actually, they managed to get some stick time and have headed back over to the Pleiades and have been uh, shipping tantalum for my crimes. Rolling it uphill. Yeah. Well, it has to be, well, 
We've got to repair these. Well, that, that was the other guy, wasn't it? Wasn't uh, he? He was the one in the water, wasn't he? With the grapes in the water. Yeah. Sisyphus. Sisyphus was of. the one up the hill. Yes, Sisyphus. it was. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, he's your next door neighbour. You're you're you're, the, you're sitting in a nice nice pool with some grapes hanging over your head. Yeah, yeah, lovely low-hanging fruit is what we're after instead of those <laughs> ones we can't quite reach. Yeah. Otherwise, um, yeah, I guess for me it's uh, for the mug. Thank you very much indeed, Dayglo yeah. Viking. Right, over cool. to you. In this hot weather, we Balzacs know all about low-hanging fruit. Right, uh, Mr. Meat, dead, GF, there of the... How are you doing? Hey, very well, thank you. I've had, oh, quite an interesting week. Obviously, I've been testing the the AVIC system with Mr. Antares Fusion, who, if you're listening up in the Trucker's Bar, hello, Antares, um, and dragging Dead Meat's Anaconda back from the very edge of the galaxy. Um, so, yeah, quite a lot of stick time this week. It's been a lot of fun. And obviously, as you know, the trip to the Tharglets last night. Which which was an absolutely incredible time. I thought it was wonderful. Everybody going around, jumping over each other, smashing into each other, swearing at people when they were lining up shots and they got in the way, that kind of thing. Indeed. We, we heard Mr. Wotherspoon utter a curse, I believe. Yeah, that meant I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Flossie, well, Flossie. I, I wanted yeah. to. Flossie, yeah. just on, on that note, have you got have you got anything you know a, a good run up, especially for you know Commander Wotherspoon and his language, his fruity language there? I think I have. Yes. Carry on. That serves him right. He doesn't cool. like it as much as I do. That's why My you're not getting slapped. Last night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's what scared you into shooting the scavengers, Flossie. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> And I do have a nice um, long video of nothing happening because I, w I was there when it didn't go off. I was there. It went for a bit while I was there, but I was trying to get pillbox into wing, so I missed most of it. Still busy looking to the menus. I don't want to say anything about Flossie's, um, how can I put this, performance last night, but if we ever, if we ever have a Hutton Truckers expedition to Hampton Court Maze... I don't want to be following Flossie. <laughs> oh, I bet you know why, don't you? Yes, I do. Because she's got a frying pan and she'll hit you for being disturbing. <laughs> no, because she couldn't find the entrance, let alone the exit. Oh, dear. <laughs> I found the entrance, so I just followed the people in. But I couldn't find the way out. Give me end arrows on that. Just a trapped forever. <laughs> well, 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 sorry for derailing that one. So, yes, we were we were dead meeting, dead meat. You're dead meat. Yes, we yes we were. So, uh, anything else, Mister Meat? Um, no, I think that's it for this week. It, uh, just um, I did a nice quick five k this morning, which absolutely knackered me, but it was my best time this year, so I was what, quite pleased. What, what was the thing that um, on that graphic you said I stopped as soon as I realised? What is it that you realised? That I'd done my fastest one. Oh, I thought you were trying to draw some something rude with your with your path and had failed. No, no, we do have a course which is vaguely phallic, but we're trying to improve the route so it looks a bit more obvious. But that, that's worthwhile. not that rude. <laughs> so, sounds there, like a worthwhile ambition. There is a whole Instagram feed of a lady who just does runs in the shape of penises. Oh, goodness. <laughs> okay. And on that, for the mug. All right, I think that's me again. Um, well, I'm not talking to me. 
<laughs> so I shall see what Lenin's been doing this week. Oh, How hello. are you doing? Hello. Oh, uh, it's a pretty slow week, to be honest. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm just, uh, I think the highlight was yesterday with the uh, attempt at getting the Starfield going. Yeah, that was a... <laughs> yeah, I never uh, got to see it. No, I didn't. At least What's not in that? VR. Oh, I was in VR, and I really wanted to see it in VR, but yeah. Alright, well, I'll we'll have to give it another shot later. Finished. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun anyway. <laughs> Anywho, for the mug. Thank you, for the mug. And that's me, and so I get to speak to you, Flossie. Alright, yes. <laughs> well, um, I haven't been in game much this week, apart from last night, um, which was a lot of fun, as I said. Uh, <laughs> fighting the scavengers and things. Um, we no, saw spent... your vicious side, Flossie. <laughs> um, no, I spent most week in Warcraft again. But at least today I finally got my flying license. So... Oh, well done. <laughs> so... I'm happy about that. Now I can get some of my other characters levelled up now that I can fly around instead of stuck to the ground. But other than that, oh yeah, we just started brewing again after a bit of a, a break, about a year or so break. So we just started making our beer and wine, etc. So uh, we have a yeah. challenger then, do we, for our resident brewer? <laughs> I don't know if... They'll be level come to competition standards, but uh, he does some good brews. Well, I, you I can say what you like. He's on holiday. Hmm? You can say what you like about him. He's on holiday now. <laughs> you can claim you'll be ten times better than him. He won't know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I personally <laughs> think he, he does make some really good beer. But he does. Yeah, and other, you know, wine, etc. Cider. So, yeah, we have some good drinks. Uh, other than that, it's for the mug. Thank you very much. Good evening, Mr. Litherbreaker, sir. Good evening. How are you? Ah, oh, tired and sore. I've, I've Did discovered. You want to know? <laughs> uh, not like that, sadly. <laughs> I've discovered that this uh, gaming headset that I've got might be very comfortable for four or five hours. But I've been wearing it for over 37 hours so far this week. Whoa, 37 hours. What have you been doing? I'm, I'm actually working from home on a training course that's delivered over the internet. So I'm on like eight or nine hours of meeting a day on this headset. And then last night I was in it to go out and explore the Thorgood Ruin. And tonight I'm in it again to wear, do this thing. It's hurting my ears. It's oh, really no. hurting my ears. You need to <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, it's alright. I'm back on it again tomorrow all day, so that's life, really. You need a break or, or a new headset that doesn't hurt? Well, it's quite a good headset. Like I say, it's very, very comfortable for four or five hours straight, but mm. not when you wear it eight hours straight, four days in a row, and four hours in the evenings. I don't think there's any headset out there that will actually... No, I, I don't think there is, so I'll just oh. I'll put up with it. Still, I'm feeling better than my dog, who spent three days in the vets this week, so... Oh, I'll, no, I'll, I'll just look okay? on the bright side. He's Get him a better headset. Now, yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't his head that had problems. 
It was hemorrhagic gastroenteritis, which basically means it smelt bad and it came out of both ends. So, no, that's horrible. But yeah, he's doing much better now, and he's home with us, and we're just we're just ignoring the vet's bill. That'll go away. So, well, we hope it'll go away anyway. We'll, we'll all keep our fingers crossed. Absolutely, yeah, and, and get get well soon to to, to puppy lithobreaker. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thankfully, he is insured, so the vet bill will actually go away in about two weeks' time when the big fat check from the insurance company comes through. Well, the most important thing is uh, that the illness goes away, of course. But uh, yes. Well, yeah. If the vet's that, doing that, their bit, luckily, luckily, so, yeah, yeah. Other than so, that, um, in-game I had an absolutely brilliant time last night, even though I didn't get to see anything swirly happening. Were you the one that got jammed under the machine? Uh, no, I managed to avoid that, but my team speak crashed and my game was starting to lag horribly and my wife came home an hour early, so I had to bail out and disappear without saying goodbye properly. Oh, but no. it was still great fun while it lasted. No, it was good. It was great while it lasted and I got there and I actually Did got you... inside one of the ruins for the first time. I didn't get to see it sparkle, sadly, so... So we need we need to take you again. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be brilliant. No, 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 dear. No, I'm not playing Elite. I'm looking at inappropriate websites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she won't mind if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday. She does all night, so... But in, in what sense would she not mind if it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> well, thank you very um, much, Mr Lithobreaker. Is, is that, that all we yeah, have? Yeah. For the mug. That's all we have, yeah. For the mug. For the mug. Is it me again? I think it oh, is. Oh, yes. Hello, I Odie. Hello. How are you, Odie? Uh, doing better after this last week. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Mr. Vante, I just want a quick word here. We missed you last week, Odie. I tried, I we twice you. called out to you, but you weren't around. I was worried about you. I ended up, uh... I was going to be around for a little while last week and then go to the uh, hospital afterwards, but necessity uh, said I needed to go before I was able to say my part last week. Which is why I have... I did, I did miss you, and I, if you listen to the podcast, you will see you did get a shout-out. I did try to get in touch with you, yeah. but obviously I, I couldn't shout far enough to reach you at the hospital. Yeah. But anyways, I uh, I got one good news from it. So uh, was I got? Have you heard of a musical group called Cellophane? No, I haven't heard of a musical group called Cellophane. They mostly rap, and I got a. Um, <laughs> a little <laughs> <laughs> See that one? That may be one of your best. That's awesome. <laughs> Go on then, next and, one. And, and, next one. Uh, and why does superhuman uh, Superman get invited to dinners? I don't know. Why does Superman get invited to dinners? Because he is a superhero. Oh, that's it. That's the cultural thing. You see, we don't have heroes and <laughs> images in the UK. Sorry. Nice try. <laughs> and for your third and final <laughs> this evening. So how was Rome split in two? How was Rome split in two? I don't know. With a pair of Caesars. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire this week. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's two out of three crackers. 
Well, uh, thank you very much, Odie. But so, um, other than other than obviously your, your your trip last week, we're hoping you're feeling um, a lot better now, and um, your your puns. Anything else you want to add this week? Uh, yeah, I, I actually just got out. Uh, got back to the house after you guys started the radio show. So I got back in time this week after last week's disaster leaving before I got to see my puns. So that's a plus. Well, thank you Going very back. much for, for coming to join <laughs> us. And um, yeah, no, it, it, you know, the green room is not quite the same without a little dose of Odie. No. Well, okay. Are we going for, well, okay. are we going for, are we going for another window window based thing I could mention? Uh, what? Pardon? Hey, I uh, missed. What? Pardon, mention whatever you need hey, to mention. Whatever. Okay. Uh, uh, basically, for the mug and also. Scarecrow says this job isn't for everyone, but hey, it's in my jeans. Oh god! <laughs> oh dear! Thank you very okay. much, Harry. Harry, and good night for the mug. Thank, Thank you, Harry. Yeah, uh, pillbox, you coming on? Are you just flying? Are you? So I will move on to the prophet Valen. How's your week been? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad yourselves. I just haven't had much stick time doing some mining. Anyone there? Yes, we were. You you started. You, we got you got as far as mining, and then you stopped. In all in all fairness, you don't need to do anything else. Mining is the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no exploration, exploration well, is the most relaxing. No, 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 no. Breaking the Thargoid machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fun. It's not relaxing, but it's fun. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, uh, no. your turn. We'll, we'll shut up and let you get on. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, no, I'm just trying to rank up, get get some elite status, and then I need to rescue my, my man. I exploded a V, well, exploded whilst I was in it. So I need to go rescue a commander. Fred, we only got about half of what you were saying there. Something about rescuing a commander if, and if exploding. You're on, yeah, commander, yes, if, you, if you're voice activated... Speak up. Voice activated it is. Well, don't stop talking. Keep keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Like, pretend you're a politician. Never <laughs> stop. Yeah, put the word er in between everything and it'll, it'll keep the mic live. Well, now it's on a continuous transmission, so that should work better. Anyway, oh, we can hear you now, um, yes. Yeah, no, just uh, going to rescue my, my commander because my ship blew up whilst I was in an SLV. And I don't want oh. to lose my commander. So I'm going to go pick him back up. That feels... I, it's not happened to me, but I can imagine it feels very lonely knowing that Ooh. you're stranded on a planet. Yeah, I survived a 12-kilometer base jump only for the ship to blow up when you try and recall it. doesn't feel great, but no. Mm. So are you driving you back survive. to... For those who have never done it, you're driving back to a base to sort of pick up a, a spare, or...? Oh, gosh, no, 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 no. I'm taking a keel back with a fighter, and then I'm going to try and transfer my commander from the side of the fighter into the, the multi-crew. I'm expecting people to die, but hey, that happens. <laughs> it's the second episode of Doctors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just going to be fun. Um, mm, but part of, the, part of the theme is I just want to make sure that I can get my commander back to Jemison Memorial in one piece, even if it's just the, the cryopod. But yeah, anyway, for the mark, and thank you guys so much. Thank you. All uh, right, that's me now to talk to Wells. How are you doing? 
I'm doing fine. I started streaming again on Wednesday. I did a five hour, then stopped. Then I did a four hour stream after after having oh, a break. So I did a seven hour stream. Didn't oh, get goodness. a lot of viewers, but hey, Hearn. Well, it was, yeah. double, it was doubles Battlefront, so I'm not surprised there. <laughs> oh, well, as long as you enjoyed it and the people yeah, did. did watch, did? No, they did. They came and gone. Yeah, but hey. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start streaming. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, but I, I think it's getting better. I'm just about to get everything set up to go out. Going to my trip to get to that. Such as such such uh, all right, yeah. I'm just yeah. on the wrong side of that at the moment. Yeah, and at the moment, I need that link that you said last week, Fossey, because I tried to look in the forums, I went, where is it in the bloody forums? Ah, no, the, um, you want the explanation, uh, which is under the, uh, the, the weird places now. Isn't everything in a weird place these days? Okay, hang on, I'll just check. Just have them looking for them, so... Features of Elite Dangerous, Features of Elite. Under that you'll find Exploration. And the Sage thread is somewhere in there. Ah, there it is. It's, uh, it's pinned at the top. Sagittarius here, visitors list, version 4. Please read OP before posting. Link to it. Would you like a link to it? Yes, that will make things easier. and I can just save it into my favourites. see. And of course, the most important thing here is you've got to remember to do whatever Flossie says. <laughs> oh, you'll get a frying pan across your head. Yeah, I've stolen the pan, look. Missed. Ow! <laughs> so that's just right there. I posted it in the uh, Thank you. chat down below. But my son's getting well. He's in, he's in his last preschool for this week, moving to his new one up in the Martins, and then oh, nice. maybe one year till he goes to school. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they grow up fast, don't they? My, my son is 37 now. <laughs> I barely know when the school holidays are these days. Don't remind me, I've got to remember all that. <laughs> I, do, I do notice when the school holidays are, though, when I go out shopping and the supermarkets are full of kids. <laughs> Two ways you know the kids are at school. There's less traffic on the road. Yeah, and the supermarkets are quiet. Uh, and apart some, from some, your screaming some, baby. Somebody's <laughs> not Somebody posted something to show that uh, there's an easy ready reckoner as to when the school's on holiday. Just look at uh, online booking for holidays. Yeah, there's that as well. Just look we at the was, amount we... there. When it shoots up to three times normal price, that's the holidays. Yeah. Indeed. Used to go well, during term time. Although I find that the roads are much quieter when the kids are off school because there's no school run. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although the A5 is much busier because it's full of caravans. There's <laughs> 590s full of caravans coming, in, coming into the, to the Lake District from the from the M6. Fortunately, they turn off before they reach as far as me. <laughs> I've not checked the Hutton Space Lanes though. Be interested to see if they're busier. And for the caravans. they will. Yep. Well, look. Thank you very much, Commander Waz. Do you have anything else for to add? Oh, you're, you're you're mugging. No, for the mug on it. I'm putting the mug on it thank now. Thank you for the mug. 
Right, well, thank you very much, everybody. Now, I'm going to look... I'm, I'm going to have one of those... I'm using psychic powers now at Commander Ventura so that we can we can run upstairs and um, then run back downstairs. So um, we've only got one more tune left, so we're going to have a little chatter upstairs and explain what on earth the choices were this evening and then go out with a final tune. Um, so... Yeah, let's let's run upstairs. Uh, bye bye, everybody in the green room, and uh, you know, listen in for a little bit. We'll play the last tune, and then we will catch you all in a bit. Right, quick, those people in the live room, run upstairs. Are we here? No, we have Come to. Here. Oh no, they can hear us again now. There you go. There, there's the. Hooray! We've escaped. Oh, it's a lot quieter in that green room now. Right, well, we've got a couple more things to add this evening. Uh, the first one popped up on my screen just now, actually only came out an hour ago, that apparently the Milky Way galaxy is warped and twisted. Well, it is with truckers, isn't it? There you go. <laughs> I line them up, you knock them down. Yes, our galaxy, the Milky Way, is warped and twisted and not flat. Yes, so the flat galaxy people are all wrong. Analysis of the brightest <laughs> stars in the galaxy off. show they do not lie on a flat plane as shown in academic tests texts, popular science books, and popular computer games. Astronomers from Warsaw University speculate that it may have been bent out of shape by past interactions. It sounds a bit like being a trucker, doesn't it? But try to I've been to the Warsaw. galaxy people. <laughs> if you've been to Warsaw, everything looks twisted. Is that Walsall or Warsaw? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, actually. Thinking about it, yeah. Dr. Dorota Skovron of Warsaw University. Yes, the internal structure and history of the Milky Way is still far from being understood. That's only because we've only explored 0.001% of it or something, isn't it? In part because yeah. it's extremely difficult to measure distances to stars at the outer regions of our galaxy. Yes, well, when trying to get to Beagle Point, you can get a bit lost. He should have given us a shout, you know. I'm just, just glancing yeah, at this. Lots of we'd have mapped it out for them. Yeah, we could have done. Apparently, warping may have happened through past interactions with satellite galaxies, intergalactic gas, mm, looks at cow, or dark matter. Or <laughs> well, there you go. Well, just look, when you're next looking at it, just sort of twist your head a bit and and think bent and twisted, <laughs> and then maybe maybe it might look a bit right. Either that or it's a screen door effect in VR. <laughs> Which I will be avoiding from now on. No, oh, I, I can't be sore at you because it was your VR I bought <laughs> off you, so I, I I can't hold that one against you. Anyway, well, that's the. Did, oh, sorry. Did you did you enjoy the experience though? Well, did you hear my exclamation when the machine well, kicked I off when I, I was in I VR? Did. You were you were screaming. At you were screaming something. I couldn't quite make it all out, but there, it sounded very exciting. Well, there was. There, I definitely, uh, yes, e ejected something Anglo-Saxon um, when I because I was in the camera mode and I had to put the camera ready just for it to go, and all of a sudden it kicked off. And yes, there was there was a, a startled sounding noise came out of me and some Anglo-Saxon words. I was uh, watching the YouTube video, and yes, I've saved that bit for future use. Oh goodness, Cow's going to use that as an audio <laughs> clip. <laughs> And then shortly followed by Flossie panhandling me over the head with something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well, thank you very much to everybody who's tuned in this evening. Now, we, we had we had a theme. It was a bit of an easier one. Was it an easier one this week? But we've had another guess. Um, can, can you see the, the guess? I've got one more important thing to mention because there's, there's a, a thing we have to do before we go. But um, let's talk about the guesses first. I know I say this every week, but it was a difficult one. It wasn't. It's well, I mean, Chewbacca, me. Chewbacca thought it was. Chewbacca thought it was mining low-temperature diamonds while dodging pirates. And and Pillbox thought it was exploration. 
So I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be really obvious, and you lot can try and link. So uh, the first tune we had was uh, "We're Not Changing." There you go. There was the emphasis by you over me, uh, Mister Mister Ballsack. Do you want to do the second one? I like it. So we're not changing. I like it by We Cry Diamonds, and then the third tune, um, "Dead Meat." I trucking my blues away. My blind boy for we're not changing i like it and trucking and then just to make sure we knew what it was then amelia that the last one we played ten thousand miles away or point two two light years blade. oh sorry ten thousand yeah. miles away did i just give that away <laughs> um so jess well the, the the theme this week was all about those people moaning that it should be easier to get to the second star and move hutton orbital closer because it's just ridiculous you've got to fly that far to go to one place and they want to move it closer no we love it the way it is thank you very much and we See, love our trucking the thing yes. is they ha already have it easier than we had it back in the day well it's point you know? two one now isn't it yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, I mean, you want, you're aiming to be the fifth Yorkshireman at the next get-together, are you? All oh, right, okay. <laughs> Ooh, when I were a... Yes. When I were yeah, a new yeah, pilot. Right, when, I, I, yeah. when I were a... Unorbital were 0. 0.22 light-years away. You are when I were a... It was a lot further. No, it's happen. only 0. 0.21 light-years. You are, you are. My, my cobra didn't have lateral thrusters. I mean, our ships only used to be able to jump a maximum of about 30 light years, and we had to get to the core and back, and there wasn't a, um, a waypoint oh. that you could pick up for your codex. Yeah, no, I, I remember when that, that please read before posting post that Flossie just put up only had one person on it, and it was Zulu Romeo. <laughs> so there. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was nobody on it, because he hadn't got there yet. Me and, me and long way on it. So, but yeah. Can, after the gimp run... <laughs> they, so, they can't go making it easier because it's already easier. See, but the point is, if they make it easier, all that happens is we're gonna we're gonna blow up Alpha Centauri, the Alpha Centauri star, and um, so Hutton Orbital's floating in the middle of space, nowhere near a star, so you can't even jump to the secondary star. So no, 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 and don't think we can't because we've got a Death Star. It's called Flossie. <laughs> this fully armed Death Star. <laughs> The Destructo machine that is the elite combat pilot that is Flossie will just blow up the star yeah. if you do that. Sure, that's not what I'm. That, that's no Muna. Oh. Yep, and either that or we can just. Scout away. We'll, we'll, we'll move Alpha Centauri over to, I don't know, 36 Alpha Uchi or something and go and inhabit Katzenstein. Isn't it Katzenstein over there? That's nearly yeah, as that far as Hutton. Right. Yes, and some guy picked an argument with us that it took longer to get to Katzenstein than it did to Hutton Orbital, and he went slower or something. <laughs> and then he disappeared after we argued with him a bit. Orbital mechanics. Right, um, one more thing. Che we have to sort mention. of Cheshire Pratt. <laughs> yes, he wasn't grinning by the time we'd finished with him. Grimacing, maybe. <laughs> um, so the, the final thing we have to mention this week is a project we've been following. Can I nip in? Oh, can you nip in? Nip in, go on then. Yes, we... We've got a few people doing our Avic thing, and we have our first red card. Oh, oh, who got the first Ooh. red card? I'm just I'm that was quick. Defoe 316. Now, I'm not sure if that's he's picked up a serious mission by coincidence, nothing to do with the game, but he has our first red card, so... <laughs> is, is that Defoe the pirate Defoe? It might be, yes. The dastardly pirate <laughs> from the deep southwest who mm. plays in a band that we love, Defoe. We, I think it is, yes. But if he's listening, he's just gone off game. But if he's listening, <laughs> you've got a red card. If you're playing the game, go to the naughty step. Yes, send the pirate to the naughty <laughs> step. 
you sound just a little bit proud there, Dead Meat. Do yeah. it's nice to see it working outside of tests. It's always a bit of a gamble when you because when so you you're test, the testers you know and he's a testee. Yeah, we have quite a few testees. Yeah, we shouldn't, but we've got five of them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to find. It's in the events page. I'm trying to find the link again. You see, because it's not on the homepage yet. Operation Active Endeavor, and click on it. Let's have a look. What's going on? Uh, Bograt, all is good. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, by the way, I just, okay, I just, oh, Mr. 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 Fusion, apostrophes, apostrophes. Um, Colin Oldcast. What's an apostrophe? <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, he's, he's that in. Did you get me to insert? Yes. We'll we'll we'll, we'll send you a few later. Colin Oldcast. Anyway, uh, Intaris, it's working. Here we go. You're here. Hello. Oh, you broke into the live room. So it, look, we've got five now. With Ooh. current cards. Oh, we've got somebody on a yellow card as well. Yeah, Malice XR3. I want to do this. And Colin Allcars and Loose Knockers keep doing what you're doing. Yes. It's also worth noting that this is alphabetical order. It's not in leadership order because we're keeping that a secret apart from the announcement on next week's show and at the end. So we don't mention the current points awesome. by any of these people. We no. can't see what, how you're doing. So definitely you can can't see how Bograt that he's in, Bograt's in severe danger of getting carded here. No, he's on a point. He's been in the middle where he should be. All right. Okay. No. Well, I'm doing... All right. Okay. Yes. Total yellows. So hmm. Defoe actually managed to get two yellows and a red. So his was a, a double, a double infringement, which is why he got his red. Yes. Oops. Oh well, Intarius, it's lovely to see it working. Thank you very much. And um, we'll have to see what other uh, events we can put together using this as well when this one is over and done with. Yep. Sounds good. So it's wired up to do as much or as little as we need it to do. Fantastic. Uh, for those, now, is there an update actually in EDMC itself that mirrors what's going on on the screen here, telling you what to do, your comments bit? Is, is that mirrored actually in the, the plug-in on the Hutton Helper? It's not at the moment, but I am actually working on that, so we should have a nice one for you to look at. And this works across all platforms again, so it's also working for the, the X-Beast and the, the Pursus. Yep, all the console lovely commanders and the PC commanders console people will have to wait up to five minutes uh, for the information to show because of the way the data's poured for the console guys but the people using EDMC it should be immediate oh well fantastic it looks like a really good work and I'm, I'm liking the extensions to the the site here an awful lot thank you very much well thank you for coming into the studio right so on the another 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 thing then uh, back where, where was I? I was, yes, I was talking about this. So we've been following a project by uh, one of our very good friends, a, a fellow pilot for a, a couple of years. In fact, um, two ECMs ago, he came along with a computer and demonstrated as well. It's um, Darren Gray has been working on a project called Jupiter Hell. Did anybody else remember talking about this? Ooh, must have been a year and a half ago. Or have they seen I remember the about? name, but I can't remember. Ah, well, Darren Gray is, 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 I think he's actually gone to do, hold some talks on old roguelike games. I don't know if you remember back in the day where you had the uh, little ASCII characters around the screen, you went into a room and it procedurally generated the room and the monsters in it and you picked up potions and swords and, and it, it was like a dungeon romp but in ASCII format back on old, real old computers. And the, the roguelike is, is named after the first one of those and it's procedurally generated gameplay. And um, his words in here, well, it's finally been released, he's been working on it, um, and working on the content for the game, along with a, a team. And it's been finally released on Steam, and it is available in the Hutton Games Room as well. Um, it is called Jupiter Hell, and his description is it, it's a turn-based tactical roguelike 
with fast-paced gameplay and a fluid animation system, a bit like chess but with shotguns, and you've only got one piece. I shall go and look immediately. Yep, but it is it is partially created by. I mean, I did, did Darren Gray. I mean, he's he's one of the voices I think on Dockers over the years as well. If I'm right, yeah, I, I think I, so. I, I think Darren's been on Dockers a bit as well, and is a regular over at LaveCon over the years, and has been around since the days of Alpha and Beta time as well. Um, we always love supporting stuff that's done by the community. So go and have it. It is particularly violent and gruesome. This game, which is fantastic, we approve of that. Now that was his description. If you glance on the official Steam entry. It says it's a turn-based shooter from the depths of cosmic hell, built on a classic roguelike framework updated with modern 3D graphics. Rip and tear zombies, demons, and heavy metal monstrosities. They've even included pillbox, look at that, with chainsaws and chain guns. There you go. Uh, and it is currently in early access, and it's got... Oh, it says 10% off at the moment, so there you go. They are in beta naught. I just saw, just saw a note on the little video saying the moves when you do, so that seems quite interesting as well. Yeah, I, I think it's um, you get one life and that's it, and if you die, it's game over. Permadeath, I think, is the phrase they use in, in roguelike terminology. So if That you, is what the kids say. Yeah, well, if you haven't seen it, it's it's made by one of us and or as part of a team, and it looks really good fun. One and, of us, one of us. And so we look forward to seeing how it progresses. So thank you very much. And actually, Darren has agreed to come on the show as a guest in the next couple of weeks as well and talk about it for us. So well, hey, more victims for the radio show. Hey. But thank you very much, Mr. Gray, for keeping us up to date with all of that. Other than that, thank you very much, everybody. Does anybody have anything to add before I try and work out what button I'm supposed to be pushing next? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, no, we're all good. Right, well, same time, same place. Next week, it will be us again. It'll be my last show before I head off on my holly bobs and then cows in charge of the week after. So um, have fun. Now, well, obviously, with the theme being, no, we're not going to move Hutton Orbital or we'll make it closer to get there. Um, our final tune, does somebody want to introduce it for me? Okay, I'll do. Now, you don't want Hutton Orbital to be close because... That would mean that Hutton would lose all of its mystery. It would just be another orbital, and Hutton is not just another orbital. Yeah. We like it when it's far, far away. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Professor Palin, having taken up residence in a new system, well away from any eight-sided menace, and promptly having attracted them like flies round bio-waste, has been struck down with a new challenge. The code... <laughs> Yar. Old Yar. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Push the, re push the rewind button on that one. You push see, the button. You, you, know, you know when the, the normal producer bailed on us, <laughs> and, and I looked through my list of sound effects? Now, um... Don't tell anybody. I've got it here somewhere. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I blame Tharg well, for this one. We broke it's, the it's, it's like Cow hasn't left, isn't it? No, really? It's the same <laughs> level of competence. It wouldn't be the same with, without um uh yeah, with, without that. Um now if you if you were me, you'd have you'd have hidden it in, in oh crikey, there it is, in, in this button here. If I go to that button there and that button there. Do you know the Heath Robinson thing we were talking about at the start of the show? 
<laughs> is your string a bit tight? Hang on a second. Um, I I think we might have it here. So let's 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 try that from the top, shall we? You never know if this from the very work. top. Yeah. And Professor take it Bailey. away. <laughs> okay. 